0: Go to blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply.
1: Very pleased to have joining us uh, this morning, former golf editor, the first golf editor at ESPN.com. Currently he's uh, covering golf for the Las Vegas review journal Uh, Go to ReviewJournal.com to find uh, all of his work. Greg Robertson, kind enough to hop on the line for us this morning. Good morning, Greg. Thanks so much for taking some time. And how nice has it been to have the uh, PGA Tour in your backyard for the last two weeks?
2: Oh, it's it's been a real treat because uh, you had the regular tour stop that that you get kind of the mid-range players. Had had a few big names this year. And then the second stop where you had just about everybody who's anybody. So it's been
1: great. Well, and, and the CJ Nines Cup normally played in Korea, uh, obviously due to COVID, the world, the, the golf world, not excited about traveling to all parts of uh, of the globe right now. So uh, Shadow Creek stepping up. And I think before we get into the play, the golf course has a bit of mystique to it as well. Uh, you know, technically a public course, but you better have um, some uh, be well-heeled and well-connected in order to to play out there <laughs> uh, what seeing this for the first time other than that match that uh, Tiger and Phil played a few years back um, what's the course been like how is it held up for a PGA tournament and people that watch the coverage this weekend what should they know about it and and pay attention to watching the play
2: uh, absolutely mystique is a good word you know as a Las Vegas resident even we don't know much about it at all um, the uh, the The course has been fantastic, and the players really like it. Um, One of the benefits of bringing it here this year at this time is uh, they have bent grass greens, which are kind of rare to find. But that's exactly what they're going to play at Augusta in a few weeks. So, pre-tournament, everyone from Rory to Brooks to um, Justin Rose are talking about this is their Masters tune-up because it's got the bent grass greens they're very undulating so so you you're working on your imagination of how putts are going to break and how putts are going to roll exactly like you do at Augusta so that's the benefit for the players for the fans they're seeing just a gorgeous course um, one of the one of the most interesting things being out there is every hole is isolated so no matter what hole you're on, you don't see any other holes. You don't see any other players. You don't see any other people. You're yeah. on your own little little hole because there's something like 22,000 trees on the course. So every hole is tree-lined, and you don't see anyone else. So it, it's a nice, intimate setting. Um, it's a great course. Um, I, I believe Golf Digest named it the fifth best public course in the country. The one benefit of the COVID era I would say is that um, this is a really tight course and if there were actually fans allowed, I don't know where they'd put them because this is not a course where spectators could get around very easily.
3: Well, Greg, uh, my co-host could find someone else's fairway. I don't care where you put him. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> you'd really have to isolate him. So it's a Tom Fazio design uh, and the, he moved about three million cubic yards of dirt. That's a little less than my wife has me moving in our backyard this weekend. The uh, but now you said that it's a tune-up for the Masters uh, with regard to the greens, but not really the rest of the golf course, is it? Isn't it a little little easier than Augusta will play?
2: Well, I don't, I don't think you're going to see anyone reel off six straight birdies at Augusta like <laughs> right. Sanders did yesterday. Um, yeah, the, the uh, fairways are, are pretty uh, wide open, um, and it's kind of a course that the first time you look at it, you, you kind of go, "Oh my God!" You know, what, what am I supposed to do here? But these guys are so good. After they play one or two practice rounds, they know exactly where they need to put it, and um, it's it's kind of just been a matter of hitting their approach shots to the right locations on the green um since they are undulating if you get it on the right level there's lots of birdies to be made out there if you get it on the wrong level you're, you're looking at some tricky two bites but um we're not seeing a lot of bogies out there but we're seeing a lot of pars and then when people hit it in the right spots a lot of birdies
3: well i wanted to ask you i uh... Augusta is thinking of, or they already do, limit the green reading books. Now, right. yeah, what, and obviously at, uh, at Shadow Creek, they're all using them. Uh, is this going to be a lit? What's your feeling on it? What's your take on, on those green reading books and how it makes Augusta so much more difficult than, than the other uh, tournament venues?
2: I think the fact they never allow them at Augusta is just the reason why um, you need to have history there to win. You don't see first-time players or, or the young guns generally not doing as well at Augusta because they don't know the greens. Whereas players who've been there year after year, they know exactly where every pet's going to break and how it's going to, what kind of speed they need to hit. Um, so uh, it, it, it's more of an experience and a memory thing at Augusta. Or somewhere like Shadow Creek, nobody had ever seen it. So I, I understand why they're using the books and relying on them so much. Um, it is kind of one of my issues with the tour that there's so much, um, so much reading of the books and so much preparation that it's just really slowing the greens down or slowing the rounds down. Um, mm-hmm. Xander in particular the last two days has complained that, you know, this is a limited field event and they should be flying through the course, but it was five hours and forty five minutes to play yesterday. And that's just kind of ridiculous considering these are these are the best players on a rather straightforward course.
1: Greg Robertson is our guest covering uh, golf in the PGA Tour for the Las Vegas Journal Review. Joining us now, you mentioned Xander, uh, that run of birdies. He had to take the second-round lead, 14 under par. three shots clear of Terrell Hatton, who won in the European Tour uh, last week at Wentworth, making the uh, 20-hour trek to get to Vegas for this one. Uh, you've got defending champion Justin Thomas in the mix. Colin Morikawa is there as well. Uh, Despite the lengthy rounds, uh, we mentioned the limited field, guys using this to tune up for the Masters. Uh, What have you noticed in the first two rounds and what could translate into uh, what we see this weekend?
2: Um, You've got a little bit of everything there. I mean, you've got um, some good, solid names at the top, and then you've got someone like uh, Taylor Gooch right there in the mix. You've got someone like Russell Henley right in the mix, who's been around a while, but hasn't won in quite a few years. So it's kind of a matter of whose game is on and who's hitting it closest to the pin this weekend. Um, I'm sure Shadow Creek will tuck a few pins away um, this weekend, and, and it'll it'll come down to the approach shots, um, my, my feeling. And then uh, we'll see if someone can make a run today. If someone shoots like... Uh, Justin or Colin did yesterday, they could vault themselves right up there for Sunday.
1: Well, we look, uh, we saw Bryson uh, pull away at the U.S. Open uh, in dramatic fashion. Uh, We've seen Xander Shoffley. He's been close here in the majors recently. Uh, More youngsters like Colin Morikawa, who got his first major. Justin Thomas isn't yet 30. Amongst all these 20-something guys, is there one... Uh, that maybe you see who could rise above and consistently win uh, four or five times in multiple majors in in, in a burst, maybe the way we saw uh, Jordan Spieth do it a couple of years ago, or are those days all gone because of how many guys are out there who can win on any given week?
2: Um, That's a really good question. I think um, of the young guys, Colin Narcala is the one who impresses me the most. I would say the first two days here, he played better than anybody out at Shadow Creek. Um, he just couldn't make any putts on Thursday, and then yesterday he got him to fall. But I think you saw at the PGA Championship that he, despite his age, he knows how to manage a course, and he knew when to take his chances and when not to. So I think of the young guys, he's, he's someone... When his putting is on, who's as good as anybody out on the tour? On the other hand, you have someone like Bryson who, uh, you know, he can just overpower any course. And depending how it's set up, he will have a huge length advantage over everybody. Um, I think the U.S. Open normally will reward people who can keep it in the fairway, but they had those fairways set up so uh, slick. That even the short hitters, balls were rolling into the ref. So when you're rolling into the ref and you're 50, 60 yards behind, um, Bryson's going to have an advantage and he's a good putter. So it, it could go either way. I just, I, Bryson, mentally, and uh, you're just not sure when he's there and when he's not.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. That's kind of like me on a a daily basis. But uh, I would say uh, the player who's not there, Bryson Duchambeau, is uh, still stirring up a lot of talk about distance and about hitting the ball further. Justin Thomas is talking about it. Rory McElroy is talking about it. Uh, are we looking at a whole new era in golf, or is this uh, just kind of culminating right now from uh, maybe the time Tiger was out there uh, hitting the ball so far?
2: I don't know. I think we go through this all the time, and uh, um, like you said back in the Around 2000, they were tiger-proofing courses because he was longer than anyone. And, and now they're, they're worried about how long Bryson is. Um, I don't know. It, it's, we go through it and we go through it. You know, uh, Bryson's the one long now, but, you know, on a certain weeks, uh, DJ and Brooks and uh, a whole slew of people can be almost as long as him, and if they're straighter than him, then they can beat him. And uh, I just, I'm just, just not sure. Maybe if Bryson goes out and tears up Augusta this year as well, and then it's back-to-back majors, then we start talking about rolling back the ball or doing something with the courses to try and change things. But I think it just happens every, every generation.
1: Well, it's fun to see a course like uh, Shadow Creek uh, on television. We've seen that uh, a few times here in this uh, weird, odd uh, PGA Tour season. Greg Robertson, you can see all of his work at uh, the Las Vegas Journal Review. Uh, You can go to their website and uh, find it. That is reviewjournal.com and uh, go to the sports section. He's been covering the tour. Should be a fun weekend. Greg, we thank you so much for uh, getting up and joining us here this morning and uh, look forward to your coverage throughout the weekend.
2: All right, appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install?